What's up, everybody, and welcome to Checkpoint AFK. We have returned to the Checkpoint Studios. If you can't tell by the superior audio quality, as well as uh, you know, the fact that we're all in the same room. It occurs to me that's a out of date branding. I gotta, I gotta move this thing. We're yes, gonna haul you do. this thing out of here. Yes, you do. <laughs> you, we we need to move. We have a, a giant step Preach. and repeat. Uh, if you if you are not watching on Twitch over at twitch.tv slash uh, checkpoint XP uh, that has old branding of a company that is not named that company anymore. Uh, so it's, it's half named. It's half named. But anyway, we're happy you all could join us. Don't forget to like and subscribe to all of our channels, whether you watch us on YouTube or listen to us on uh, Spotify or Bpod Studios or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you follow us so you can get all the cool stuff. Uh, that we talk about now. Uh, I wanted to check in with everybody. Callie is literally about to break down this entire She's breaking down the entirety of the it. entire thing. I'd help. Uh, this is funny. I'm not helping. I'm not helping at all. We could just um, move it off screen down later. Oh, there it goes. Oh, and the camera wasn't on to watch that. See. And that's you what you get. Left it. You should have left it. But anyway, uh, we got a really cool show to talk about. But the first thing uh, I want to talk about very briefly, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because, to be perfectly honest, there was not much of quality to talk about. But Xbox Day, I have a showcase of a bunch of games. They they reveal like twenty something games. Hey, I got a question about that Xbox showcase. Yeah. Why? Um, how come Microsoft sent me specifically me one trailer of Halo? And everyone else in the entire world saw another one. Oh, you just got the 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 suit trailer. I I clearly got sent something else because in my trailer, all I saw was a little pre-rendered video of them making the chief's suit. The That's what I'm saying. Suit. Yeah, the, the, the suit. Yeah, trailer. I, I got that. How come everyone else apparently saw something that changed their lives? Because that's all I saw. Well, it changed everybody's life for the worse because that uh, shit yeah. did not look good. I about to say like I I. I was watching it and I was like, is this like, are they going to do like a comparison like previous Xbox to this Xbox? <laughs> and it just never did. It never came. Or if it was like, if it was supposed to be the side by side of like Xbox like, oh, One and Xbox Series X. Yeah. Like, that would be awesome if they would have done that. It would have. I would have been like, you know what? You got me, impressed me. But they, I, it was just like so, like, it almost PS3 level. I'd have like traded the level. entirety of that trailer for five seconds of gameplay. I mean, That's but, all I but they, they had a gameplay trailer. They had a gameplay trailer that showed a little bit after. It right was a after. little bit after that mm-hmm. where they showed a lot of the game itself. Yeah. And Master Chief has grappling hook and all yeah. this other stuff. It didn't show any like fighting as far as I remember. No, it was it, just like, here's the scenery. And no, it showed combat. Pan. What? They, they showed combat. They? Yeah. Yeah. If you that. kept watching, they had a whole thing that showed combat. But the whole thing is, is the point is it wasn't impressive. Nothing about it was impressive. No, it was a little. It down. was Halo-y. It that's, looked like Halo. It looked like and Halo, I mean, and that's fine, but there was nothing about it, and I'm not talking about graphical fidelity and all that stuff, because we know graphics are only going to get that much better. They're not... Right. They're not gonna, we cannot eternally improve on graphics. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not expecting that, but I am expecting it to look decent. I, I just wonder if maybe like I need to take a step back and just recognize, you know what? There's nothing they could show me that would make me happy with when it comes to Halo. There's plenty they could show me with other games that would make yeah. me happy, but like maybe with Halo, maybe I'm just so spent on Halo that yeah. which is weird because like I feel like there was a big opportunity for Halo to make a comeback. 
Because like it was gone for. I mean, there was five, but it had, like, like no, but it had some time away. Was like whatever. Yeah. You know, people kind of. But this was like this was the first time I've seen people like legitimately excited for a new Halo in a long time. It's not like Assassin's Creed where we've had one every year right. ad nauseum forever. Well, I'm gonna tell you what the problem was. Is I think they. In their haste to make sure that this was a launch or near launch title, I think they pretty much blew that low way maybe too that's early. What, maybe the what, game's great and we're just shitting on it. Like what, I'm, I'm maybe, but no, what, it's Halo. Will it play great like a yeah, Halo does? Absolutely. Will there be a great esports scene around it? Probably. Absolutely. Sorry. Multiplayer? Will there be a second tier esports scene yeah. around it? Yeah. I mean, will multiplayer be good? Yes. And that's by the way, that's not to be a jerk. Halo has always been a second tier esports scene. Absolutely. For as long as time has been around. Microsoft hasn't done a good job at, like, trying to make it one, as far as I know. Um, no. I mean, it's, 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 it's Halo was, like, the true grassroots shooter yeah. esport, yeah. I feel like. It was like. the fighting games of shooters. Aww. Yeah, kind of. I'm serious. I mean, I, I wasn't I, mean, I'm lying because I know it's true. Yeah, I wasn't saying that to be insulting. I mean, Halo had a very vibrant, very, very yeah. active community, especially, like, Dude, Halo 2 was it. Like, oh, yeah. it was the shooter I, to be that playing. That was probably the one shooter that like, got me into shooters was yeah. Halo 2. Like, so, I started oh, yeah. playing shooters because of Halo 2. Yeah, so you, you had all that stuff. But to me, this looked like basically Halo 5 with a grappling hook. And that sucks to me. But uh, Microsoft announced quite a few games. Some look good. Some look weird. Fable's coming back, which I could have swore Peter... Molyneux said he would never work with Microsoft ever again at some point. I'm I'm well, I'm I mean, almost absolutely sure he physically with his mouth said that. Right, but are we gonna start trusting Peter Molyneux to be honest absolutely now? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely, absolutely not. I haven't trusted the honesty of Peter Molyneux since Since ever, Fable. Ever really, yeah. <laughs> since, since Fable. Since Fable two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um that was really, really disappointing, the whole thing. I think <sighs> What's the one that I like? The Eternal Wilds or something? Was that the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the <laughs> game. Honey, no, that's, the game. that's grounded. That, uh, You're talking yeah. about uh, Everwild. 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 That actually, looked cool. The problem about that, though, is like, again, no gameplay, so I don't really know what the game's about. It's just pretty. Like, I, it was pretty, and I felt the message, so I was like, you won me. That's yeah. the only memorable thing outside of, like, you know, seeing Grounded and thinking Forza looks kid. good. Forza's, it, Forza's gonna be good. We know yeah. it. It's not like we're, this is a shock. Yeah, for it, yeah, it Forza, would be more shocking Forza if it didn't good. look good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So there's nothing that I really saw. And thank you for the follow, by the way. Yes, um, I just, uh, I mean, you come away from the conference and you go, and really, I don't feel worse or better. I feel about where I did before, which yeah, wasn't yeah. stellar. But like, they didn't show anything. Like, there's like, unlike last time with the gameplay fiasco, there was nothing blatantly offensive about this show. Yes. No. Last time I came away actively angry. This time I come away a little apathetic. Well, I'll say this though, is that when that came out, uh, the, the Xbox 2020 stream, that mm-hmm. the one that everybody hated, mm-hmm. at least for like three days, people were like, yo, that sucked, right? <laughs> and they still talked about it. They right. were like, yo, I can't wait to see what else Xbox got to show because that wasn't enough. Yeah. And now they said this and it's just like, a wet fart of a stream. Maybe they have more. I and mean, they plan on more, right? But how many but do you need? But that, like, as I say, that's like the Microsoft motto. Wait till the next one. Yeah. That's like literally the, the Microsoft one. motto. To be fair, though, I think, I I don't think 
the Series X is meant to impress us with the games. I think it's to really sell us on this Game Pass. Like, the fact that they're... But oh, that is so... One, I no, don't know what no, it no, is. No, no, no. I think a, there's a long-term play that we're just not seeing. No, I'm jumping in I on think, this right now because you're 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 saying what a lot of people are saying, yeah. and I completely understand it. And I'm going to go out here and say, Game Pass is probably the best value for oh, a gamer, Period. Game Pass is about to murder Stadia. Period. Oh, yeah, Stadia is over, especially like, once the X Cloud stuff thing. comes in. Yep. Yeah. Once that is fully online, Stadia is dead, right? But here's the problem: is that why then spend millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in research and development on marketing, on all the shit that you do on these streams? Why spend all that money on the Xbox and that brand? When Game Pass is really the thing that you're trying to funnel everybody towards. Because if that was the case, you would just say, hey, here's the Xbox. If you can't afford a gaming PC, by the way, Game Pass is our big thing. Why wouldn't know. you do that? I don't, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I, I don't know if there's just something that they're doing that we're just not seeing or there's another play here. Listen, ain't none of that shit working. Mix, mixer didn't work. No. Okay, Xbox ain't working. The only thing working is Game Pass. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. If or if yeah. if by some strange twist of fate that with the PS5, the PlayStation Now just ha- the the PlayStation Now service just happens to be completely seamless, flawless. They the library is awesome. If they came out day 1 and said Every Squaresoft game is available on PlayStation now, right now. Go play it. If you want to play Vagrant Story, go play it right now. <laughs> Wild Arms, not only three, but two is on there. Yeah, what? if they do Legend of Dragon, if they said oh, some Legend crazy shit like that, then what? What reason is there to even have here, Game Pass? Here, here's my guess as to what's going on with the Series X. Right? Uh, it was in development. Yeah. I mean, I've, for sure, we can guess probably. It's probably four years in development at this point. We know consoles start pretty far out, even if they haven't announced four to it. F- four to five. Yeah, yeah. so uh, let's say it's probably 2016, 2017. The, so what's the landscape look like The Xbox, um, uh, what was their half step that they did? The, their uh, PS4.5. Xbox One S. The One X. The One X, One S. Yeah. There's One S. So that's coming out at that time. They're already working on the Series X in behind closed doors. And sometime shortly after that, Game Pass launches takes off is hugely successful that's where the, the transition is made and that's where they decide you know what series x is our last console i i agree yeah. i think that like you don't you don't scrap your already years of development you, you they, put the system out maybe hey maybe it catches on like wildfire who knows but come on doing it to cover the cost that they already used probably to get to that point and just to develop like, it to develop it and just put it out and then say you know what screw it we don't care about the console war anymore because I I have I just have the feeling that this there's going to be a day they're going to be like it's their last console but it's going to be on everything else from but, here but on see, out but, but, I, but I also be- but I also fear that though because if Microsoft says this is our last console and we're moving fully over to the X Cloud and and Game Pass, dude, you still first of all you're conceding the console market to to Sony. Unopposed. Unopposed. Unopposed, which There's, means they make even more money. I mean, we, because the Switch, it, well, the Switch and and the PlayStation Five markets. are going to yeah. exist. Like, no matter what happened between Xbox and Mike and Sony, like the Switch would just sit there in their little carved off market on the side. Which, by I say, little, it's humongous. Yeah, They're making money hand over fist. But, that, but Nintendo again, Nintendo doing Nintendo things and recognizing that we'll innovate, and you can't fuck with us on that. Yeah. So. 
Nintendo's going to be off here innovating, pushing the market market forward with, you know, whatever next thing that they do. Sony is going to have a a strong arm on the console market. Then you have Microsoft, and they have a very interesting thing they're going to have to do. Because now they injecting themselves directly into the fucking launcher wars. And not to mention, there's that big orange you know, big orange box company called Valve yep. and Steam that they got to compete with now. Yeah, they're going to go compete with Epic and Valve yeah. instead, which and is you, not I'm easy. Sorry, no. You really think you about to outperform Steam at this point? Even sorry, Epic, you're not. As big as it is, it's still like they're throwing free games at people to get them out. Now, that said, even right now, many of their games do end up on Steam. Yes. And on Epic. Yes. So it's not to say they have to compete 100% because, again, their play is always going to be, hey, come pay us 10, 20 bucks a month yeah. and you can have all these games for free. Unless it's more of a, it's not so much of being a launcher as much as just owning these companies that make games. Maybe they're out of the console game and they're like, you know what, we're going to start like raking up some of these. Hey, these the game you know who's still, a, who's still a company in 2020? Sega. Yep. <laughs> My so, friend Tim, he told me, he's like, the Xbox is going to die out and Sega's going to come in and try to take on Sony. And I was like, that'll never happen. But okay. the fact that you said it makes me think. No, that will not, he's correct. That no, will never correct. happen. Never okay, happen. Right, that that, that is never that. going to happen. But my point is that Sega at one time had to bow out of the console market and say, we're going to develop games. And people thought, okay, well, that's it for Sega. And here we are in 2020. Sega's still I around. Think, I think that's a, still exists. Be a smart move for Microsoft is just to really be kind of like, not necessarily the Steam, but more of the... Uh, well, just be a development house. Development house. Because that's, that's what yeah. they're doing. They they bought up Ninja Theory. They bought up Rare. They bought up Mojang. Mojang. They bought up Double Fine. Yep. They bought up yep. so now, many of these oh. studios. That said, what really killed Sega wasn't the Neptune flopping. Or, sorry, the Saturn flopping. No. The Neptune never actually made it to market. No, it never came up. Uh, it wasn't Nintendo muscling them out. It was Sony coming in and eating up anything that Nintendo hadn't already yep. gobbled up. So, it is different in this time around as Microsoft isn't exiting on the back of someone new coming into the space. They're literally just going to concede the market. Yeah. Again, we're all talking in theory. I, we might, we're being very nice to Microsoft. Say, no, this is part of their grand plan. They might just be insane. No, they and might. they might just be they it, listen, this could completely be like some sort of delirious fever dream of 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 Spencer cuz like he they're getting their asses kicked by Sony right now and well, and they can't if everything holds to where it is now, they will lose even harder with this next console right. I, I just don't know. But anyway, okay. we got we got to move on. Um the one thing I will say uh before we went uh, and cut the mics on for this show. Uh, G4 announced that they... They're back? They didn't really say anything. They just said, we still exist. Yeah, they, they didn't and say they're they back. They said they never left. Which, yeah, yeah they clear, said they never left. They that's did. Not, that's a lie. They very that much did lie. leave. Y'all was dead as hell. They said, we've been gaming all along. It's like, okay, great. You guys have been on your couch, sure. But, yeah, G4 is coming back in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. 2020 is a weird year. It's weird, man. Did you have G4 know. comes back on your 2020 Absolutely bingo not. card? But you know what's so funny is that we, the three of us, literally spent a 
I wouldn't say a good 40 minute conversation talking about G4 and its impact. And we oh, literally yeah. said, we want to talk about why G4 couldn't come back. It was and like, damn, we should do a it. week later. I know. It's like, we should sit back. It was like, we should reach out to Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb and all these other people and reach out to them and talk about like the heyday of G4. Do a and big expose. We're, we literally do were planning a big, a big expose yes. on like oh, the G4. ending days of G4 and what happened and how come it could never work today. And then a week later, G4 is like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm <laughs> we're, we're, we're tapped. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the conference room is bugged. Yeah, it's, we it's, need to start having our meetings elsewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Go behind that tree over there. <laughs> <laughs> so have, a, have a spare thought for the person who walks into the bathroom next week and just hears us all talking in the stalls. It's like, yeah, so, uh, Kelly, did you send the email? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey, guys. I'm Jake. And I'm Robbie Landis. And we're the hosts of The Owl's Nest, giving you that high-level perspective of the Overwatch League, checking out the news every single week. That's right. You can find us every Friday at CheckpointXP.com and over our YouTube. You can also find an audio version on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Checkpoint AFK here with Callie Sloan and Chad Callahan. Don't forget, like and subscribe. I'm Norris Howard, your host. Uh, we're here talking about, you know, video games and stuff, but some other news popped off and outside of video games that I wanted to talk about with you guys. All right. Is that apparently, apparently. the homie Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, will be reprising his role as Lando, the baddest motherfucker in the galaxy, Cal Rizian. In the new Disney Plus series uh, coming out, we don't know, but apparently this is a rumor. Is it, I about to say, it's still rumor. It right? is not confirmed. Yeah. Let me just, in caps, this is not officially confirmed, but Kessel Run Transmissions, which is a Star Wars fan YouTube, uh, they've broken a lot of other stuff saying about the, the Obi Wan Kenobi well, series and, this and is, stuff it's, like that. It's all over the place. At and this it's point. everywhere. Like, like, uh, so, you know, first off, What's the over-under that this is true? And second, what does this look like? Because I personally think this is like 95% true and done. I think, and I don't know how accurate this is, but I think Disney's smart to kind of maybe pre-leak things to, to gauge audience reaction. And it's not that we haven't seen stuff like this. Whether they tell us that happened or not uh, is a different story. But it wouldn't surprise me if they pre-leaked this just to see if it got the reaction Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you go forward with it. Yeah. I mean, my take on it is that it's probably true. I don't feel like that kind of information, like when you get to the specifics of like Donald Glover will reprise, reprise the role, it'll be on Disney Plus. I don't feel like it's going to be false. I, think, I, I feel like it's definitely going to be accurate, especially because of all the things that came out of Solo that weren't loved. Donald Glover as Lando was was probably pretty one well of the praised. most spot on things. Yeah. yeah. I actually wrote an article about this at our website, www.checkpointxp.com. Make sure you check it out. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I was a big fan of uh, Donald Glover's Lando. And by the way, those are no small shoes to fill. Absolutely Billy not. Billy D. Williams' Lando Calrissian is amazing. Yeah. And for them to say, like, we're going to do a young Lando, first of all, they had to. You can't yeah. have a movie about young Solo, Han Solo, young Han yeah. Solo, and not show us how he wins the Millennium Falcon. If you hadn't shown it, that would have been borderline criminal. Yeah. So you had to do it. And Donald Glover, fresh off, you know, at that point. Uh, Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I guess it, it would have been Atlanta. He was doing probably. Atlanta. Yeah, he'd have been doing that. Uh, he'd have been, he'd still been on Community. 
Yep. Uh, was and he on Community still? I don't know. I think no, he's he on had, Community today still. No, that, he that, had he had still? he had oh. finished it. Uh, I think he wasn't on Community at the time. He had started Atlanta with Hero yeah. Rye. And then that was in between seasons when he did yeah. solo. Right. And then his music career just went at the same time. At the same time. Oh, so this was before, so Childish Gambino is like a little bit before. Yeah, he he had been doing music for a yeah, number Childish of years. Childish Gambino was like what 2012? Yeah. Something he like had, that he where he been, started? Yeah, he had been that, doing music for a number of really years. Really done like not like him and his managers and be like, "Hey, I'm uh I'm playing Lando and also here's an awesome album." No, listen, you know his team that's that's all planned. Genius. It's all planned. But uh you know the the one thing and I agree, I think this is um I think it's 100% true, 95% true. But uh, the one thing I want to ask is that Disney Plus has been able to take sort of the Star Wars franchise with The Mandalorian, right? And create something that is wholly unique and yet very Star Wars. It is it's probably the most unique Star Wars product outside of Rogue One, maybe. Yeah. Right? So knowing that The Mandalorian borrows a lot from Westerns and, you know, old spaghetti Westerns and stuff like that, what does a Lando show look like for me when i think of what a lando kind of show is gonna look like i'm thinking something along the lines of i already know what i think without without the political aspect of it house of cards Mm, so very very sort of cerebral very intrigue high intrigue Mm -hmm. very you know he's a criminal and it's gonna be kind of like how is he gonna outsmart the other villains this week. Uh, what's like, another show that does that even better? Uh, I I, 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 my only issue is that as much as like the whole idea is he's a he's a criminal, even in Solo, the whole thing like he was very comedic. Like oh yeah. So I I have a hard time comparing it to like House of Cards or anything because like that show did very little comedy. I mean it was very I don't know, but it was a serious show. It was serious. You're right. What to compare it to? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm other than like I don't know some type of another like uh, what's those uh, that goofy western movie that like everyone Blazing Saddles Blazing Saddles like the no. fuck out of here it's of, not gonna like, be Blazing Saddles not that. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you this if they can figure out a way to do this this is exactly what this show should be like the Lando show should be like the wire in space yeah that is what it should be like it should be there's two or three factions if you will that are involved in some sort of galactic it doesn't have to be a drug trade, but just some sort of galactic commercial battle, if right. you will. Well, I mean, to be fair, it probably will be the spice trade. Yeah, the spice Lando trade. Lando was well known for working yeah, in the spice it, trade. It'd probably be the spice trade. Uh, what's what's the what's the other what's the the gas that they farm in Cloud City? Oh, uh, not back to not back to that's liquid. It's the other, it's the other one, uh, the one that powers all the blasters. Yes. Uh, Either way, you know what I'm yeah, talking I know what about. You mean, yeah. But anyway, that shit's important. Um, and so I feel like if you did something along the lines of there's some sort of commercial slash industrial entry that Lando, this sort of petty criminal is now sort of rising above and, you know, gaining, you know, favor, gaining influence in this underworld uh, until he eventually becomes the Lando we know who is in charge of, of Cloud City. Um, I think that would be fire. I think, and I think right. there's so many things you could touch on. You could touch on just what the fuck the whole Darth Maul and Kira thing was. You could touch on exactly like why Cloud City of all places. 
Um, there's a bunch of things that I think a Lando show could be, but I think that's what it should center around is some sort of criminal element. And as you say this, Tabana gas, Tabana gas, as you say this, I, and they, and, and Disney owns the, this too. Like they should borrow a little bit from guardians of the galaxy, at least like the feel in tone and tone. tone in tone. That's yeah. In tone. Yeah. Like, cause I can see that doing very well. Against uh, the Mandalorian, yeah. and yeah, like Mandalorian should and it should be, and it's got goofy. Yes, things, but I feel like this should be like half and half. See, like I agree. Moments, I agree. Very goofy. I agree. I think so. it should be. It, it shouldn't be as serious as the Wire, obviously. Yeah. But I think that's sort of the the angle it should take. It should be a little bit more lighthearted, but we're still dealing with like criminals and right. and you know drugs yeah. and, and stuff. Yeah, like scoundrels. I need, like, yeah. I need like Batista to say something like lighthearted, funny when there's yeah. something horrible happening behind him. You know, I need that level of comedy to kind of make yeah. this work. Well, I mean, because that's but I, I don't think you have a problem with that because that's what yeah. Star Wars is already well known for, right? Think back to. Uh, even episode four, right? Uh, Luke and Ben are in the uh, cantina, and what guy's picking a fight with Luke? I've ben got the death sentence light- on 12 sisters. Right. Ben flashes the lightsaber, cuts the guy's arm off. Everyone looks and then just quietly goes back to drinking. The around. music picks back up. Like, that's the kind of feel yeah. that you're going for. And that's what yes. it should feel like. I'm going to give you a reason this can work and a reason it might struggle. Ooh. All okay. right. Reason it can work. Donald Glover Period. is the reason that it can work. He has years of experience on community. He knows how to develop a character over a course of seasons. He knows how to keep things fresh. I have no concerns about Donald Glover stepping into this role. Reason it might not work. The supporting cast. No. Same issue that I had with Jedi Fallen Order, as much as I like Jedi Fallen Order. Because I know when it takes place, oh, I know what can and can't what happen. What can't happen. I knew, I knew that at the end of Jedi Fallen Order, nothing too earth-shakingly big could happen because I didn't hear about it in episode four. Or I'm left wondering... Why the hell didn't I know about this already? Yeah. So my only concern is, you know, unlike The Mandalorian, which uses an all-new cast of characters and can do pretty much anything they want to, this cannot. Because I know yeah. at the end of the day, Lando has to survive. And I know that at some point by the end of this show, he has to control, has to control the Cloud City. He has to come into ownership of it. Otherwise, Episode 5 has some explaining to do. Yeah. No, but I think that... that- I think it can still be compelling. I'm not saying that's a pro- like. By the way, you can you can tell a good story knowing where it ends up, Absolutely. right? Like episode three. As much as I do trash on the prequels, I don't trash on them because I knew where the story was going to end up. Yes, I knew Anakin was going to turn to the dark yeah. side. I knew that but was going to happen. Episode three is the best of the prequels, right? Easy. And that wasn't and knowing how that was going to end up wasn't the problem with right. the prequels. Yeah. It was maybe every other aspect of the prequels <laughs> that but, was a problem. No, but I mean, I, I think about it like, I think about it in the same sense of like, you know, the Game of Thrones series, right? As somebody who was a book reader, right. um, I knew at least up until season five what the hell was going to happen. That didn't make the Red Wedding any and, less and, yeah. impactful. Right. It and was it, still incredibly shocking to see it visually represented. It made the changes more impactful, too, when something yes. was different than it was in the book. Now, they don't get to get away with that because it's not like, oh, we're adapting it to a new medium, yeah, so canonized. we can do things different. Exactly. Like, no, it, there is a canon of the Star Wars world that Disney has set that you have to follow. Yeah. No, I, I think, you know, I think a Lando series will be really cool. I think it would be something that uh, would get really a new cohort of people because I can guarantee you somebody like my dad is never ever going to buy Disney Plus 
But if I told him, hey, man, they're making a Lando Calrissian series, he'll spend the seven bucks. Yeah, at least to, to binge to, it. To, to binge it. My, yeah. my mom will buy in to see Donald Glover. Yeah, like, exactly. I, she, so she could care less about Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like she, she loved her some Donald Glover, though. She does love her some Donald Glover. She also loved her some Baby Yoda. She started seeing the memes on Baby Yoda. I was like, I'm hey, not gonna lie. what do I have to do to watch this show? And I'm like, you have to get Disney Plus. She's like, all right. I'm like, I'm in. All right. <laughs> that was the selling point to get you into Star Wars, eh? Okay. I, I guess Disney does know what they're doing. I, I think the thing about Disney Plus, and I find it very interesting, because mm-hmm. they're the only streaming platform that can do this, is that they have maybe six shows that are worth like worth a damn outside like of their like the, the back catalog. But yeah. how often are you going to the back catalog? Next to never. Like never. I watch I watched a total of five movies off of that. Yeah. So I'm just astonished how well they're able to keep people coming back. Yeah. But the way that they're doing it is by like spacing out these really cool like new versions of Listen, Star Wars. They're not dumb. They're not they dumb. Know they're not dumb. What you're gonna pay for. They knew that the Mandalorian, as long as it was on there with a new episode every week, you're gonna get one I was gonna pay content. Exactly. I was gonna pay for it. They knew like the only series I've gone back and watched was Gargoyles. Because I went back why and watched X Men. Right. But y'all know I love X-Men. That's the thing. Like, I'm not going back to see, like, any of the Marvel movies. Like, I've seen them enough to where I'm like, all right, I don't need to see this on stream. I, I watch Rogue One again. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, still. Yeah, like, I did, I did go through and binge that. all the Star Wars yeah. movies again. Yeah, yeah. but you're going to do that once. Once. Yeah. And then, like, so what am I, what's bringing back? It's not like Netflix, which has, like, a bajillion original series. Yeah. And it's, like, constantly bombarding me with new ones and but stuff like that. But I was like, obviously, COVID has put a bit of a, a damper on it and it's slowed it down. But eventually... Kenobi is going to come out, and I'm going to watch that. Yep. And Lando's going to come out, and I'm going to watch yep. that. The um, uh, the What If series for uh, the Avengers is going to come out, and I'm yeah. going to watch yeah. that. WandaVision, WandaVision. I'm going to watch that. Like yeah. They are going to start really getting you on these eventually. Well, and you think about it, all they really need is 12 series. Yeah, so, one a month. One You're a good. month, that's true. That's it. At if you know 12. Mandalorian March. I mean, it's not even that. They need four. And yeah. then you release one a quarter and have them run 12 weeks, which is three months. Yeah, yeah because they only do the weekly. Yeah, they all are, yeah, they always you do it weekly. week over week. Yeah. yeah. So you, you, really need you, you need four big series ones. to carry yeah. a year subscription. But I think, on there. I think you need a couple that are bingeable. Oh, yeah. With, you know, in between. I think. So maybe something like, you know, maybe WandaVision is week over week, but, you know, the, the what if is clearly batch filmed. It's meant to be. It's meant yeah. to be binged, you yeah. know, or whatever. Because even like they have Hamilton on there, which like took off, but it's like, okay, that's going to take off once. One time. Once. Yep, we tuned in to watch it too. Go into either. Yeah. Like, and that's fine. it. All right. Which, which these things are great. I just am astonished how they, they've that's done sad. this. It's they the, need to keep doing this with Broadway. Yeah, like, this I agree. is brilliant. Save it. Like save it. Try, trying to expand Broadway out to a bigger audience, because let's be clear: people coming up today aren't paying to go see Broadway shows. You talk about an aging demo. Yeah, your Broadway demographic. I mean, if somebody told me I could go see like. I don't know. Disney Plus has a run of Waiting for Godot or something like that. I'll go that. see that. I'll go watch it. I'll go watch if, it. If I can see the if I could see the original, I can't. I don't have it. I don't think. If I could see the original broadcast uh, or original production of Wicked, yeah, uh, oh. original, yeah, the, yeah. W- with Adina Menzel. Uh, but like, okay, that might change. I saw Wicked and it was good. Oh yeah, know? but I yeah. wouldn't go back and see it again. Unless, oh, I would. Yeah, it was original. But, but if I, I mean, could but, see Adina Menzel, yeah. yeah. But the point is, is that that part of it is a good idea, and Disney has enough money to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I agree with you, Chad. That Disney Plus has sort of this very strange, almost anti 
Netflix mentality of where they'll say, hey, all we need is a few strong series and you'll come and you'll stay for those. By the way, all the, ex- the other stuff is extra. Yeah. All the Disney vault and Star Wars stuff is extra. Whereas Netflix will just hit you with new shit every day. But, and that's the thing, too. Like Netflix, I think it's cool that they do that. I think it's cool. Like as a as a consumer... I super appreciate that when a new Stranger Things season comes out, I can binge it in a weekend yeah, because yeah. they drop it all at once. I love that, but it's a horrible business model. Oh, 100%. terrible business! It's model. a horrible but, business. But model. it's because, but it's because they have Stranger Things, and then you know, a couple months down the line, well, not anymore, but a couple months down the line, like Orange is New Black is yeah. coming out. Yeah, House of Cards will be House there. House of Cards is coming yeah. back. All these and this Ozarks ones. is coming back, and then this and this. And it this. was it was a smart way to hook us. Yeah, yes. it was a good way because now it's like Netflix and chill is the thing. Like, and binging is a word. Well, it, it was it, a great way to hook us, but you also let the genie out of the bottle. You can't go back. No, you can't. You cannot come up. Yeah. If you added, if you added ads to it, if you went and um, also did, decided to like make it week over week, people will ride. See, I yep. I, see, I, 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 I disagree. I, after watching the Mandalorian. Sh- Am so okay with the week over week release of it's fine there. of a show. No, even on Netflix. Even if on Netflix, because there's certain shows like um, Vox has a series where it's like a Vox Explained or whatever, yeah. and it's like shorts. But they release them in like little chunks, so you'll get like four yeah, a month, yeah. and then a new four will pop up. I like that. I'm okay with that because now I'm not staring at the same 20 fucking episodes that have been there since the day it came out. I, I also like the water cooler aspect of it. It's yeah. fun to go talk about what happened last week and what's going to happen. You know, and trying to and, and, yeah. and don't get me wrong. It was brutal sitting through that week. Wait for Harley Quinn every single week. I, I was I was losing my mind. I didn't get like there was a couple episodes where I'd have given my left hand for another episode <laughs> to come out right that moment. Especially, say, the last two episodes of the season. Yeah. But, like, it was fun to, like, then be able to text Robbie and be like, oh, my God, that cra- that episode was crazy. I can't wait. What do you think is going to happen next yeah. week? Like, there was something to that. In, in the yeah. social aspect, to be able to have your buddies over and you guys sit down and make an event out of it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make a. V- I'm not about to sit down for 10 hours with nobody. <laughs> There's no Period. one in this world I like yeah, that much. I, I barely would tolerate Sarah for 10 hours. <laughs> I like, would tolerate me for ten hours. Exactly. <laughs> like for real. Like that. So that's the thing is, I, I like the sort of social aspect of it. Even you know, the Mandalorian. We talked about it in this very studio about how enjoyable it is to let an episode digest or the Watchmen. About how nice it was to watch something and let it marinate. Actually, well, think about what the hell the show was trying to do. Well, you can yeah. also pace your shows differently when you do it that yeah. way. Like, like you can clearly see the difference in an episode of Stranger Things than something that you, than like The Mandalorian, right? They're paced differently because they're expecting you to take a week away to think about it and mm-hmm. to decompress and to get ready for the next episode, whereas Stranger Things has to kind of function on a... Once the the action gets to a level, it has to stay it there. has to stay there. For the entire series because if it dips off, that's where you're going to bow out. Absolutely. Because what happens with Stranger Things, you hit episode six and then it's the go button. You yeah. get four. Oh, yeah. You get four. You get four episodes of character development. Mm-hmm. You get two episodes to set up a central conflict. By episode six, you it's, some it's the shit climax. better be blowing up. Yeah, yeah. pretty Flat much. Out. That's fair. And that's the and that is how every sort of bingeable Netflix series is built. Where you get 
some exposition, you get a conflict, and by episode six or seven, it's go time. We binged Parks and Rec not long ago, right? A series that I hadn't seen, and I was, everyone was like, you were remiss that you had not. Watched. Yeah, Such well, everyone was like, show. it's got Aubrey Plaza and Nick Offerman and Chris Pratt. And I'm like, well, those are all people I like. Aziz Ansari, Amy Poehler. Well, those are yep. all names I like. And they just kept going with people who are on this show that I'm a big fan of. I'm like, all right, I guess I better watch it. And we started binging it, and it was weird to binge a show that was made. Before the binge era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was like every episode was like, it was clearly designed for, and that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Like, I, it's crazy. I was watching Will and Grace, like 1998 version. And mm-hmm. wow. Well, because I, you know, I go back and I watch some of my favorite Fuck old that. shows. It's a good show. It is and a good show. I was, I, I forgot that, like in sitcoms, they used to do a best ofs episode yeah. where they're like, remember when we used to go and Yes, hang where out, they literally, and the recap episode. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I was like, I was annoyed. <laughs> I skipped it. Like this is this is a piece of shit episode. I was like, dumb. But then you I realize, just watched that a week. Ago. But then when you realize that the season was forty eight episodes, right? And then like that was like half a year ago that someone might have watched. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, well, and you see the same thing. Like anytime, like if you were to go back and binge Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. When they do the the, the the precursor at the beginning of it, where they show you all the things that are going to be important for this episode that have happened. Now. Granted, so many things happen in Game of Thrones that even when binging, it's kind of useful. But it was clearly designed for a show that was going to release one a week. Because, yeah, yeah, by the time you get to episode nine, I don't remember what the hell happened in episode two. Yeah, no, it's it's true. So I, I, I look forward to this Lando show coming out. I hope it comes out. Oh, yeah, that's where we started. You know, oh, see, yeah, that's where we, that's, that is indeed, that is indeed where we started. Uh, But uh, I got, uh, I got one thing that I want to bring up uh, a little bit uh, before we uh, break out of here. So. Hey, what's up? It's James. And Robbie. Hey, and it's Weird Beard. And we're bringing you a brand new radio show called Checkpoint XP. You don't have to be an expert, even though I am. And we're here to give you everything you need to know about the world of video games. Interviews from the biggest professionals and your everyday gamers, we've got you covered at Checkpoint XP. Whether you're a professional player or somebody who hasn't played in a while, we have something for everybody. Hang out with us at Checkpoint XP every single week on your radio. Find out where we're playing in your hometown at our website, CheckpointXP.com. So if you're looking to have some fun and talk about video games, we got the rundowns for things that matter to you. Checkpoint XP. Your home for esports and gaming. Got it that time. Yes. (laughs) Nailed it. Checkpoint AFK back with you one more time. Your host, Norris Howard, here alongside Callie Sloan and Chad Callahan. In the social media verse was set ablaze uh, by Herman Miller and Logitech because these fools came out with a $1,500 gaming chair. $1,500. More than most gaming rigs themselves. More than most kitchen appliances. Down payment on a car. Mortgage payments. Uh, what else could you buy for fifteen hundred dollars? That's more than every TV in my house combined. You could buy, I was gonna make a you bad could joke, buy, but I'm holding back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not more than my dignity, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could you could buy an Xbox you could, and a PS of five. You could buy three hours of me satisfying your every sexual desire for that price. 
not three hours. Three hours. Right, well, three hours. Not okay. cheap. I know what I'm worth. You're priced out pretty good. I will say that. Well, listen, I always don't want to be of value. I'm so. just, listen, I'm just saying, man, those are Vegas prices. You need to come <laughs> Anyway. Well, I don't know. Vegas uh, is like, Vegas, you can find some cheap stuff. I was say, Vegas runs the gamut remember of prices. Guy, I remember tell that you. guy that was trying to sell me on the street? Oh, yeah, he tried to get us to come to... The- okay, so funny story. So we are in Vegas. Before we get back to talk about this expensive-ass chair, right? <laughs> we're in Vegas. Uh, me and Chad, we're, we're walking up the strip. Was this uh, the night that we were all there, but I had gone back to the hotel room? You did. Because we did the 14-hour day that day, yes. right? Yeah, yes. okay, yeah. You you crashed out, so I was like, Chad, it's your first time in Vegas. You got to at least walk the yeah, strip at night, people fun. watch, whatever, uh, back when you could be around humans. Back when there were humans to be yeah. around, yeah. So we're, we're walking up the strip. We're over by the link. There's It's, it's yeah. like the link and uh, Harrah's or whatever, right mm-hmm. over there, or uh, across the street from Caesars. So we're walking up. And making a right-hand turn, and the guy on the street, they're always passing out little flyers to go to the strip club. Right. So they pass me a flyer to go to. I'm like, you know, I'm straight, bro. You know, I'm not a strip club person. So I was just like, I'm straight, bro. And he turns around to Chad. He was like, we got something for you, too, man. Big dicks. <laughs> big dongers. Big, yeah, he said big, big dongers. dongers. He said big dongers. He had an accent. I couldn't place it with the All accent right, was. Dude, so it was him saying I, that. Just, I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I'm wearing. I was like, well, what were you wearing? No, not, Chad, not to victim blame here, but what were you no, wearing? Chad pretty, did not. Chad did not have on his LGBT uniform. Yeah, okay, I wasn't. I wasn't repping the my normal garb. I was yeah. really checkpoint XP. Were you we rocking were that stuff. haircut at the time? Yeah, it was it shorter. Might have been shorter. It was shorter. It's yeah, coroned, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was it the was pre-corona shorter. version. Pre-corona. So he's just got a very trained eye. I, I actually, to. I actually was dressed like I changed. Oh yeah, clothes. you were, you were, uh, you were more dressed than I yeah. was. Yeah. So if anything, he should have said that to me and be honest. Yeah. But no, he peeped it out instantly. No, well, I, I, if you're working that line of work in Vegas, they your gaydar better be on point. Man, no, no, Omega, I did not go. Sorry. <laughs> next time I'll go just for you. I got to tell you, like, you could have missed out on some great A talent. I, you know what? I, I mean, know. Vegas has some some misses, but they've also got great me, A talent. Let me say this. Let me time, say this, man. We were we were short on time. Yeah, we were very short on time. Just to give them the full Vegas experience, I'd have went with you. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have went. We walked around. It was fun to walk around and and like. And because we're working, we couldn't drink. We, we couldn't drink anything, so we got right. ice cream. We did. Oh, I remember we, we you guys got ice cream. Got ice cream. I do cream remember that. Home. Yeah, a, a true Chad, Vegas did experience. A, did we go on a date? We went on a mandate. We went on a mandate. Anyway, um, so uh, uh, now it's making more sense. To yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> so, so I, I wanted to ask every, I wanted to ask y'all this because when's the last time someone mistook you for being gay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, not that long ago, actually. I just posted something that I saw on uh, Facebook that I thought was funny as hell. Yeah, and it was like I just like to go ahead and issue an apology to all my childhood bullies. Turns out I am incredibly gay and a girl. So you guys nailed that one. You got it. I think about that sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, you know, there's a bunch of people. Like, I used to get mad when they called me that, and now. Accurate. Like, now accurate. both accurate and I'd be like, damn right. <laughs> right no, you I know what? Know. I, I remember my first week in the dorms uh, in college because uh, I like revamped my wardrobe because it was like the end of the big clothes. Oh, uh, we were go- you were moving into like the. I was moving into the skinny jeans. Move- moving into the skinny jeans. Uh, I was yeah. wearing a lot so of Hollister. What? I was wearing a lot of Hollister. Two thousand five ish, five six ish. Yeah, okay. Right, I'm wearing a lot of Hollister. You know, pop collars and everything, full doucher, right? 
And so I, I got on this all these clothes or whatever, and you know, slip on uh, uh, vans and stuff like that. Oh right? yeah. And so I'm, I'm walking around, and um, <laughs> I, I used to keep my dorm do- door open so all the, all the fellow gamers could come in. Yeah. We play Street Fighter or whatever. And I got my door open, and uh, my girlfriend at the time was in there with me. And straight up, one dude just walked in, and he was just like, "Yo, Norris, who was that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's my girl." He was like. Oh, bro, I thought you was gay. And I just straight up looked at him like, why? Not gay, I'm bougie. Yeah, he was like, I don't know, man. Just, I guess, the clothes and stuff. And I was just like, what? Damn. It was was like, wow. I think the last time, I mean, it was a simple. So, first of all, it it seems to be whenever you do a wardrobe change. Absolutely. So, um, in uh, freshman and sophomore year of high school, especially, Super awkward, geeky, all you know, t-shirt and baggy jeans. You're all gangly. Your clothes don't fit. All gangly. Nothing fits properly. Yeah. That was me from a, to a T. Hair just a little too long and not long enough at the but same like, time. But not enough to. Like, it just looks like you're too poor to get hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which may or may not have been true. <laughs> but, but yeah, exactly. It just looked like I was too poor to get a haircut or clothes that fit properly. Yeah. And so uh, junior year comes around and I'm starting to really go through dysphoria for mm-hmm. like the first time mm-hmm. but i don't know what dysphoria is so instead i'm like you know maybe i just need to like get a new wardrobe and get like some you know, actual men's clothes that you know fit right and yeah. look look good so i mean junior year is where it started to be the uh the the graphic t-shirt but with like a a, a single color uh button down worn open <laughs> jeans that actually fit ch- uh converse shoes and uh i would always uh, you know rocking the gel in the hair even though you're not really styling your hair you're still just kind of wearing it forward Ugh. and then sunglasses even inside like that was like my <laughs> junior Callie, year I- I would have hated Every you. millennial male, at least white millennial male, went through the phase of the graphic t-shirt with with, with, with the single color it. button up over it. Everyone. I did it for like maybe a week and I hated it. Because every hated millennial male. And that was just graphic t-shirts. See, no. For, for, Sorry, every white millennial male. Yeah, that's for, to be clear. For, 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 for brothers, it was the tall T, super baggy, yep. 5X throwback jersey era. Yep. Uh, everybody went through that. It was for for uh, for anyone who looked like me. It was uh, my parents told me to dress nice, but I'm too cool to button my shirt up. Yep. That was the look. Yes. I'm, I'm no, and, and so like literally like junior year. That's the look that I'm rocking. Somewhere there's probably pictures of it, although I hope not. Uh, and for like constantly, people were like, "Yo, you're gay." I know like, <laughs> you came out. Yeah, like, like literally, it was like, oh, like, like the girls, like for the first time ever, are starting to talk to me now. And you're like, and I'm like, what's going on here? And that was like, that was it. Like, like everyone just thought I was gay, which I mean, as it turns out, they weren't wrong. Yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But anyway, this took a very strange it took a turn. Weird turn. Yeah, um, wait, what did you want to ask? Us? I just wanted to talk about chairs, bro. Oh right. <laughs> we went into we had to we had to bear everything. tell it has been. Four months now since we've been in studio yeah. and able to like have a like eye to eye conversation yeah. with someone like yeah. Yeah. like where we're just like I've got four months of like weird anecdotes <laughs> that I gotta bring up and stories that I want to tell I gotta get it all in in one week yeah uh, no we got we got plenty of time but uh yeah this chair is expensive as hell and if you I'm, want it, hold on, how much what uh, is this Who it's is it it's it's Herman Miller Herman damn man Miller. my refrigerator was thirteen hundred dollars. It That's was, a nice fridge, though. It was thirteen hundred dollars to get my chimney repaired. All things Hold cheaper up. 
than this chair. Does this okay. chair suck your dick while you're in it? <laughs> no, but I typed in. Chad, Chad is like, no, but it might as well. <laughs> I, I got to tell I, you, you I, buy a folding chair and give me $1,200 and we might be in the same ballpark. I've been looking. Oh, this must be it, the ergonomic. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Body yeah. chairs. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Ergonomic. Right. It better fucking be ergonomic. Right. It looks futuristic. It looks like a gaming chair. However, the first thing I see when I typed in Herman, Herman Miller gaming chair is a $2,000.49 uh, Wayfair chair that literally looks like a throne on wheels. <laughs> And I love it. I need. Uh, there's got to be a way for me to show See, $2,049 for a chair. Let me. No, no, no. Let that me chair better be smack dab in the middle no. of like Comerica Park. Let me tell you Let something. Let me see if I can put this on. Real here. furniture. Real furniture. $2,000 for a chair that don't shock me. Not real furniture, right? This isn't real. This does not look like real furniture. No, but you get what I'm saying. I'm saying sure. real. Again, not for a chair, for a couch, maybe. No, chair. Real. I live in a house. Chair. Okay. I can see it being $2,000 if you got it like that. Now, a gaming chair is a little bit exorbitant to me <laughs> only because when I think about it and I think of every other gaming chair I've ever seen, it's a toy. Like, let's yeah, be honest. It's, it's a, a toy. It's a fucking toy. I, I it's it meant to look cool I, I while you're on, on stream. Yeah. I, I, I badly put it on, I got, on Twitch first. I'm telling you, though, I, got, I live in a real adult grown-up house and we went to Art Van Clearance, and, and I got a chair for 120 bucks. So you bucks. didn't you didn't pull it up, Chad. You didn't pull oh, up the sorry. proper chair. I was actually looking at the on oh, the throne chair. My, the throne chair. Oh, okay. is it motorized? Can you ride around on it? Here's the embodied chair. Oh, hold on, I gotta go a little. No, but the the point is, this is the chair. Right. For yeah, the, the fifteen hundred dollars. Show him the fifteen hundred uh, dollar boy. Um, um, yeah, so this chair is fifteen hundred dollars. Apparently, it is supposed to have all sorts of special ergonomics. Better uh, come with a bottle of Dom Perignon. Let me Ooh. let me let me use the exact language uh, that they use here. It's supposed to come. Yeah, I'm sure they paid a lot for that language. Enhanced gaming seat what? has cooling foam in the butt area uh, that right, prevents heat up. and sweat buildup. Hold up. Let's start with enhanced gaming experience. Enhanced, what does that mean? Well, it's, it if it's, says... If that just means I don't get swamp ass while I play. Well, it says it's honest, more supportive. I would buy it for that. I'm just saying, listen, not getting swamp ass while you play video games <laughs> is very important. Right, well, just say that then. Uh, the posture fit, <laughs> uh, spinal support uh, that supports not only in the upper spine, but also at the sacrum. At uh, the what? The sacrum. The, the sacrum? You know, the lower back. Ah, okay. Say that. Say lower back. No, don't be pretentious. No, sacrum. It's a. That's not pretentious. It's a bone. It is a part of your body. <laughs> then say lower back, and, and then go into lower, detail. Lower Put a little asterisk. Time. Put a little asterisk to be like to see more. No one's ever been like, oh man, I just beat my up my sacrum. sacrum. My sacrum like, is on fire. Hold on, dog. You have never. You mean to tell me you never said, dude? My quads, my quadriceps. Sure, really hurts. Okay, a lot quads, of people say that. Quads, but I've never, I've never said quadriceps first. Okay, so the okay, quads. so down at the sake uh, <laughs> is where okay, this the, the the posture fit is supposed to help out. Uh, the 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 armrests don't just go up and down; they go side to side as well. So I guess that's cool. Okay, that's uh, the the where the 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 money. All right. Is in the even pressure distribution technology, so it's supposed to give you the most amount of uh, support. Yeah. Even if you're one of those people that sit very strangely, 
Like maybe you have like scoli- every gay ever. No, oh, you know what? <laughs> like maybe you have scoliosis, or oh, you're one, right. okay, or, 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 or you're like me and you you game like this. Yes, yep. for some reason, or you're or you're you a really, side sitter. I, this is the problem. No gaming chair. If they could, if they could, they could solve everything. If they do this one thing, no gamer does this. Yeah, no they one sits up properly. That literally, you're only your ass is only on like two inches yeah. of chair, and then sits here. That would be a, a game changing gaming chair. I, I need a gaming chair that literally, like, it's got like the um, the roller coaster like shoulder pads that come down over the front here, and then something just presses into your back to force you to sit like yeah. to sit up straight. Ooh, they have because like, Cali, I'm, I'm going to be honest, you do not have the best posture in the world. No, I might have the worst posture. You have pretty in the world. bad posture. So actually creating some sort of brace that can yeah, help I, you. Yeah, fix exactly. That I need something help. that takes away my choice to yeah. have good posture. They, they do I need have something. that. There's like this uh harness that you can put on that like forces you to sit up straight. Yeah, but I need you, it. But you wear that. But yeah, you throughout wear it. the day. I okay, no. no I need it to be my only yeah. option. If I want to sit in game, I have to like I need it bolted into my floor in front of the computer. Yeah, see for me. The perfect gaming chair. All I need is to not look like some shit that Lewis Hamilton would sit on during an F1 race. Right. And I also need it to have a cup holder large enough to store a bottle of wine. If you do that, if if you give me that, if you give me that, footrest, all that other shit, optional. You give me that with the range of, you know, the back part. I'm straight. I want to get Norris one of the hats with like the like the wine dispensing like hat. <laughs> Put a bottle of wine. In that shit side. is tacky. I don't want that. Or okay? the chair could have it on the back. Yeah. Oh my god! Just I just got a tube that comes around. All right. Now, first of all, no, because <laughs> drinking wine through a straw ruins the palate. So it has to be put in a glass. But all right, fine. That's fair. If I had a little. A little claw that held my wine glass. <laughs> As you I press came, a button and it tips the glass, the glass for me. <laughs> You're trying to get it. Uh, that would like be a, great. Oh my I'd god! Be, uh, no, except I'd be like doing my. Things. I'd be raiding and I'd hit the button like in anger and it would just pour it on my lap. Like damn it! See, I don't get frustrated. Uh, oh, and then if there is a claw that's attached, you attach it to Twitch, so that way someone presses like or donates money to you, <laughs> it just it'll just do it automatically. <laughs> Now it's just chatterbait, but for wine, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah kind of. <laughs> anyway, hmm. that's going to be our checkpoint AFK. This shit We're went, so sorry for anyone who tuned in this week. This off went. the rails. Uh, but no yeah. one could have possibly enjoyed this episode. Everyone's got to be really angry right now. I, they got to be like, I have no idea what the fuck this show is supposed to be One about. star. One star. <laughs> neg rep. Man, <laughs> get them out of here. They said they were going to talk about something and then waited 20 minutes to talk about it every time. I'll do a little reverse psychology. If you didn't like it, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> to leave a shitty Like, comment, subscribe, and ring the bell so that you too can find out the next time we ruin your day. I like that. Yeah. That's the new tagline. <laughs> Take have your day ruined on the race. Come get your day ruined. <laughs> uh, no, listen, I, I I really enjoyed this episode simply because, as Callie said, it was nice to be able to just like talk. But um, it's hard to do over Zoom or Discord. That shit's hard because man. like it it takes that extra half second before you realize someone else is talking. It's way easier in here to be like, Oop, and like, yeah. not say it, anything. It does that thing where it's like, oh no, you go ahead. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, here God. here we can give like the eyes like you shut up. It's my turn to go. <laughs> I've got 
got something to say. Yeah. But the, you know, it's is it's funny also being back in the studio, man, because like around this time of day we're literally like the only people in the whole building. And really. in COVID world, like there's nobody like this whole area is dark. Yeah. And so Pretty I have funny. no problem with like yelling and screaming about all the stupid shit that we would normally talk about on AFK. But the one thing I will say is uh, it's because of you guys that we could be back uh, talking about this. Because if y'all didn't care, uh, they'd be like, "No, nah, stay your ass at home and never come back." Yeah. So you're fired. <clears throat> yeah. So we're we're very happy about that. We will be back here uh, at 3 p.m. It may not be on Friday. I'm just conditioning you guys for that right now. We may be thinking of a different day to do AFK. Uh, that's not final, but I'm just warning you that. The day for AFK may change, so uh, stay on the lookout. Stay close to social media and all that stuff uh, for for that. Um, another thing that I want to say is uh, if you have Instagram, make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram as well. We are posting a lot more stuff uh, over on Instagram, so if you use Gram more than you use maybe Twitter or Facebook or, or other social media, pla- social media platforms, checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. So if you haven't been able to find us on Instagram, that's probably why it's checkpoint underscore Instagram. Uh checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. There we go. Too much shit to <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. It's too much so- shit. To-